What's up, Jim Rats? This is Mr. Fundamental. This is Game Point. Let's get it. Welcome to my show today. And we're going to get into it and get into it good. And we're just going to talk all basketball today. Because you know I like basketball. You like basketball. We all like basketball. Championship game NCAA tonight. March Madness ends. Final four. Kind of went how I expected it. It's kind of flip-flop though. I thought Virginia would really take care of Auburn. And then Texas Tech and the Michigan State game would be the close one. Like I said in my earlier podcast, Texas Tech has the stars aligned for them to win their first national title. But also, I did say Virginia has their stars aligned as well. So we got a good battle tonight that's going to go on. We'll get into that in a second. I mean, obviously, we already knew Texas Tech took care of Michigan State. Not much to say about that game. First half was kind of a defensive struggle, kind of boring. Second half, Texas Tech took over, and they're in their first national championship game. On the other side, a lot of interesting stuff going on. Auburn, two-point lead with seconds left in the game. And then a foul. Guy icing his veins, hits three free throws, and that does it. But again, here we go with the refs. Here we go with the controversies. Everybody talking about, oh, they got robbed. Let me tell you something. No, they didn't. First off, that was a foul. If it's a foul in the first minute, it's a foul in the last minute. I heard some people saying, well, the refs kind of kind of had to put their whistles away. I don't agree with it. I think that's crap. You got to call the game the same from minute one to the last seconds. But then, you know, I saw the replay about the possible double dribble, and I'm not going to lie to you. I watched the game live, and I didn't even notice it. I bet you everybody in that stadium didn't really notice that there was a double dribble. So therefore, I can see how the ref possibly missed that. But still, that's not the reason why you lost the game Auburn. You lost the game because it was a terrible foul at the end and guy hit three free throws. And I love Bruce Pearl. You know, they kept, you know, asking him about it and he says, get over it. He, he's not going to sit there and, and whine and complain about a bad call costing them the season. And, and hats off to Auburn. What a great season Bruce Pearl and those boys had. I can't wait to see what they come back with next year. Bruce Pearl is a hell of a coach. And I can't wait to see if they can come back next year. And I know Final Four, you don't have the Blue Bloods in there. And a lot of people are saying, well, it's kind of a boring championship game. you got Virginia. And then you got Texas Tech. But let me tell you something. I think this is going to be a hell of a game. I think this game is going to be nuts. I heard Stephen A. Smith say, well, you know, it's not going to be much scoring. Is going to be boring. It's not what we wanted. I actually like stuff like this. In college basketball and football, I like to see new teams in the championship games. I want to see something new. You know, I want to see a franchise or, excuse me, a program win their first national championship. And here's a little interesting tip or, excuse me, interesting nugget, as you would say. Both of these teams are playing for their first national championship. This is the first time this has happened where two schools are playing for their first national championship together. The first time in 40 years. 
40 years. And guess what? You know when that was? In 1979, when the great Magic Johnson in Michigan State played Larry Legend Bird in Indiana State. Wow. I didn't even realize that. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, first time 40 years where two teams playing for the first national championship. Now, obviously, Michigan State took out Larry Bird in Indiana State, Michigan State, you know, over the years, especially the last 20 years, has been a staple in college basketball. But let's talk this game. Like I said, Texas Tech has the stars in line. I believe Virginia, both of these teams, man, especially Texas Tech, they're rolling. They're definitely rolling, and they're feeling good about themselves. They have been the best team in these NCAA tournament by far. They have taken care of business in almost every single game. Virginia, obviously, in my mind, um, I'm not trying to take anything away from, but I think Auburn blew that game. Obviously, if you don't foul, game over. I think Purdue blew blew the game earlier against Virginia in the Elite Eight, but Virginia is still here. So they're going to play loose. They have nothing to lose anymore. They they got over the losing to the 16th seat last year. They're playing at a high level. They're a great defensive team. Both of these teams are great defensive teams. But I think there's going to be some fireworks tonight. I would not be surprised. I know everybody's predicting, oh, over under 110, over 120, whatever. They're only going to score 60 points. I believe these team, two teams are going to let it loose. And it's going to be crazy. But I still got Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech's going to win this game in overtime. I think it's going to be one of those instant classic ESPN. But Texas Tech, I think the way they've been playing, I think they've got more confidence. Now, you could say maybe Virginia is more battle-tested in this tournament because they played in a lot of close games. And some people say, well, when you just go through the season or, or a tournament and you're just blowing out teams and the game gets close, you kind of get tight. But I don't believe that. Like I said, the stars are aligned for Texas Tech. And they're going to win a national championship. Who would have thought Texas Tech with any national championship in football or basketball? If you would have told me in the beginning of the season that would have happened, I would have said, no way. But Texas Tech has been the best team. And I'm so happy for that program to do that. To get a national championship like I expect. But just tune into that. I can't wait to talk about that on Thursday about the winner first time champion both of these teams deserve it I just want to see Texas Tech do it because I think Virginia is going to be great for years I think this is a Texas Tech team you know you have those schools that like pop up and they're good for like one or two years and they go away I think Texas Tech may just go away after a few years I just think they got the right group of guys at the right time where they can win a national championship so I think you might not see Texas Tech win another basketball championship for 50 years. Virginia, I think they're going to be contenders year after year, especially in their conference when you got Duke in North Carolina. They're going to become, they've become a powerhouse there at Virginia. But let's move on. That's, that is all the college basketball I got to talk about today. Now let's get into the NBA where we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs. And let me tell you something. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I guess on the NBA ESPN show, like the pregame show, they asked Paul Pierce, who had the better career, Paul Pierce or Dwayne Wade? You know, Dwayne Wade is having his last season. He is right now looking on the outside, so possibly he has 
two more games left in his career because it looks like they might not make the playoffs. Really, the Pistons, all they have to do is win two games and they clinch. And their games are not very tough. I think they're playing Memphis and New York. So they win those two games in. Now Detroit has lost four in a row. And they're kind of trying to give up the playoffs. But I think they're going to take the last two games. So Dwayne Wade has two more games left in his great Hall of Fame career. Kudos to Dwayne Wade. He's a player, you know, obviously, you know, he didn't play for my Celtics or anything like that. But I've loved his game for many years. But let's get back to this. They asked Paul Pierce on the show, who do you think had the better career? You or Dwayne Wade? And Paul Pierce, and I love Paul Pierce, bleeds green, one of the greatest Celtics, one of my favorite players, you know, playing for my team that I love so dearly, said him easily. And I understand you could say him, but his excuse or his reasons for it, I didn't like whatsoever. Because he said, give me LeBron, give me Shaq when I was 25, give me Bosh, I would have won four or five championships. He even said, man, if me, KG, and Allen would have got together in 2003 instead of 2008, I would have four or five titles. So Paul Pierce is kind of saying, well, I would have had more titles, so I had the better career. Now, I understand Paul Pierce, early in his career, he had him and Anton Walker. They made a, a little noise early on. They went to an Eastern Conference Finals, lost to the let the Nets early 2000s but after that they sucked for all the way to 2000 I mean Paul Pierce was on some bad teams and I feel bad for him but I also commend him because he still kept signing extensions he believed in Ainge and Ainge brought him Allen and KG and it was too bad they only won one championship I thought for sure they'd win in 2009, but KG went down. And in 2010, they went seven games with the LA Lakers and lost in seven, which a lot of people say, well, if Kendrick Perkins didn't get hurt, they could have won. So yes, yeah, they could have won maybe two or three with KG and Allen, but that didn't happen. But to say that you had a better career than Dwayne Wade because he had stars and you didn't is terrible. And Jalen Rose on the show put him in his place. And did you see Paul Pierce's face when Jalen was giving him stats? And let me give it to you. Paul Pierce, 10-time All-Star. Dwayne Wade, 13. All-NBA, Dwayne Wade had eight. Paul Pierce had four. Dwayne Wade, all-defensive team three times. Paul Pierce, zero. Paul Pierce had really nothing to say. And as an analyst, especially if you're a basketball player in the past, you've got to be careful what you say because Paul Pierce, you got burned. And now he's getting smashed on Twitter. He's getting smashed on shows like this, on podcasts like this, saying, Paul, you're wrong. Paul, I have a jersey in my office with Paul Pierce's signature. I love Paul Pierce. He's a Celtic. But Paul, you were wrong. First, you're wrong. I can understand you can have confidence in yourself saying I was a better player. Okay. But to say you had a better career is terrible. And as an analyst, you got to be careful what you say. See, let me tell you something. If I was Paul Pierce and they asked me that question, this is exactly what I would say. Because you got to have respect for other players as well. And I think he kind of, I understand that he wanted to go with himself, but his excuses was almost like you were throwing a low blow at Dwayne Wade. To me, this is what I would have said. I would have said, you know what? Dwayne Wade had a great career he's a hall of famer just like myself 
but I can't compare. I'm not going to compare me and him because we had two different, you know, careers as in lines. We had different teammates. You know, we had, you know, different obstacles we had to each overcome. That's how I would have said it. Then I, if I was super calm, I would say, I think in my prime, I was a better player than him. But to compare careers is tough because, like I said, you're playing different teams. You have different teammates. But to say if, I hate that word, the, the, the word what if or if, you know, if this guy wouldn't have got hurt or if I would have played with LeBron for three years or four years or what it may be, I would have had a better career. I hate that. There is no what ifs because guess what? You can't change it. You can't change it. What if that call wasn't made? I would have won another championship. Nope, you didn't. You let it go. You didn't. You won one championship. He's won three. But the stats were saying he had more all-star appearances. He was an NBA player twice as many times as you. And he was an all-defensive player three times. And you were zero. Zero, Paul. Come on, Paul. You're better than that. You're better than that. Your job as an analyst is not to make yourself look good. It's supposed they want you to use your knowledge to give to the fans saying, "Hey, this is why this team's going to win XYZ." We don't want to hear why and I, whoever asked that question or who came up with that question was dumb. You know, one of the producers says, "Hey, let's come up with this question see what Paul says." Cuz they knew they were going to get a response out of Paul. Kind of set Paul up. So if I was Paul, I'd be kind of mad at the producers. Because if, like I said, if they would have asked me that question, I would have just sidestepped it. Because an analyst, you have to do that. But let's talk about this. Let's talk about this now. If you're going to compare careers, let's compare. And we'll talk about this next show. Okay? Hopefully I'll get my Facebook page so we can get some comments on it. We can get it up. Right now, I use Anchor as my podcast app. But it hasn't been counting all my views like everybody that's come and listened it hasn't counted my listens so i'm kind of kind of getting upset so i might change to stitcher or google podcast or something like that to host my podcast but we'll see but let's compare you know who i want to compare and i would love to hear from and i'm going to post it it's going to be one of my first facebook posts for my podcast game point with mr fundamental it's going to be who had the better career kobe bryant or Tim Duncan. Now I know for some of you just normal NBA fans, you're going to say Kobe Bryant right away because he was more flashy. He was in LA. He was in the bigger market. But you realize they won the same amount of championships. Tim Duncan has more all-star appearances. Tim Duncan has more MVPs. Tim Duncan has more finals MVPs. But he's never talked about. He wasn't flashy at all. And he had a cool, cool nickname. The big fundamental. Gotta like him. But I'm going to post that. And I'm going to get all your guys' comments. And then so when I do my podcast after I get my Facebook page, we're going to talk about that. And it's going to be fun. But this Pierce versus Wade, there's no comparison. You shouldn't have done that. That was terrible. And what Pierce said about, oh, give me LeBron, give me Shaq. Give me, I would have won a bunch. No, you don't know that. You don't know that. Because one... If you can't give Wade a punch, like you can't punch him by it, because when Shaq played on the team, Wade was the best player. When he won the finals with with Shaquille O'Neal, Dwayne Wade was the best player on the floor that year. 
Now, Paul, yes, you won the finals MVP, but I wouldn't say you were the best player on the floor. I think the most important piece to that Celtics big three was Kevin Garnett. So you can argue, argue when you won your championship, Kevin Garnett was the most important piece to your team. You can argue, yeah, when LeBron was on the team, LeBron was the best player on the floor over Dwayne Wade. But man, they set him up for that. And Pierce, I love you, but you were wrong. I, I, I don't want to hear what if I played. I hate that. If is just terrible because it doesn't change nothing. And we all do it in sports. We do it in every type of league. We do it in softball leagues, anything. Uh, if, the, if the ref didn't call us out, we would have won. We got robbed out of the championship. No, it didn't happen. It's not going to change. Move on. Are you serious? See, that's what I'm talking about, guys. This is what I'm talking about. But let's move on from that. Playoffs starting this weekend. Coming up, I can't wait. Some teams have one game left. Other teams have two. And we still got some playoff spots to go over. First off, last night, Brooklyn Nets, Orlando Magic, clinch a playoff spot. Kudos to you guys. First time in seven years for Orlando Magic. Seven years but congratulations to being in the playoffs. They played some pretty good basketball this year. Won three in a row. And I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for that franchise to do that because seven years is a long time. Meanwhile, on the other side of Brooklyn Nets, make it for the first time in four years, five years. Last time they made it was in 2014. And you know, after what happened, you know, they got fleeced by Danny Ainge. They didn't have any draft picks. They sucked for a while. Trade for D'Angelo Russell. They get some young pieces and they're in the playoffs. And what's scary about Brooklyn, they're a playoff team, and a lot of people don't even talk about them free agency. They always talk to New York Knicks, Los Angeles Lakers, L.A. Clippers. The Brooklyn, and, and see, when you talk about that, now you can say L.A. Clippers, yeah, they're a playoff team too. Therefore, they can be dangerous in free agency. So you're talking about New York Knicks and the Los Angeles Lakers who are by far worth way more than the Brooklyn Nets and the L.A. Clippers. But the two teams that might get all the free agents is the L.A. Clippers and Brooklyn. And one reason why is they're more attractive because they were in the playoffs the year before. Now, I know New York has got the inside track with that first-round pick. It's not guaranteed. They're going to get Zion, most likely, with that number one pick. But then they can get two free agents as well. But I hope Brooklyn can get one. I hope Brooklyn... I want to see the LA Clippers and Brooklyn Nets get those free agents and Los Angeles and New York just be stuck. I'd probably say that because I'm a Celtic fan. Both of those are my rivals. But I want to see, I want to see the LA Clippers be great. Now, I'm going to agree with you old heads and I'm going to agree with you. I know for the, for the NBA to get the top ratings, you need the Lakers to be good. You need New York Knicks to be good. I understand that. But me as a fan, I want to see the Clippers. I would love to see the Clippers win an NBA championship. That franchise has been horrible for so long. They had some good teams not too long ago. I was to Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. But they couldn't deliver. But I want to see them be the big brother in Los Angeles for a while. And I have my, and I have my selfish reasons. Because the Lakers got 16 championships and the Boston Celtics got 17. I don't want the Lakers getting that 17th. The New York Knicks, I actually do want the New York Knicks to be good. I actually enjoy when the New York Knicks are good. And you got to love the fans in New York. I mean, come on, man. They sucked for so many years, and they still build that stadium. And that's what I love. I love passionate fans. That's what makes the NBA 
you know, so great. The passionate fans. You got the Celtic fans. You even got Philly fans. Los Angeles Lakers. But anyways, back to it. The last spot is up for grabs still, but it's in Detroit's to lose. And Detroit's trying to lose it. Because like I said earlier, they've lost four straight games. They're 39 and 41. All they have to do is win their last two games. And guys, it's not that hard. It's not that hard at all to win the last two games. Because they're playing Memphis and New York Knicks. Take those two games, you're in the playoffs. And then Charlotte and Miami Heat each got two games each. But, you know, Miami Heat's lost four games as well. So, Dwayne Wade, enjoy your last two games. And congratulations to your Hall of Fame career. But your career is over at the end of this week. Sorry for you, pal. Now, in the Western Conference, man, I'm telling you, I'm excited about the Western Conference. I know the Eastern Conference is better overall than last year, especially in the top four. Their top four are all pretty much championship contenders. Like, you wouldn't complain. Whoever, you know, the top four teams in the East, if they made the NBA Finals, you wouldn't say, oh, they're just going to get killed. That's not the case. There are two teams in the East that I think can beat Golden State, which I'll get to later. But one of them I don't think is going to make it. The other one I think will. But in the West, Golden State locked it up. They're number one. Right now, they are really starting to push themselves and get themselves ready for the playoffs and ready for another championship run. Denver Nuggets have kind of fallen off apart. And you got the Houston Rockets a half game behind the Denver Nuggets. So the Houston Rockets can take that second seed. The Rockets got one more game up, but the problem is they're at Oklahoma City Thunder, who's in a way fighting for that 6-7 seed. They already clinched the playoffs, but they kind of want that sixth seed. And this is where it's going to be interesting. Who wants the sixth seed? Because I still think with the, like I said, the uh, Rockets, they got the Thunder. So if they lose, obviously they clinch the third seed, boom. But even if they win, all the Nuggets have to do is win their last two games. Or excuse me, really, yeah, all they have to do is win the last two games. And they're at the Jazz and home against the Wolves. I think they'll do that. So they're going to be the second seed. Now, meanwhile... It looks like the LA Clippers are going to be eighth seed, but that sixth, seventh seed is up for grabs. So let's say if you the Spurs and you the Thunder, which they can fall to the eighth seed still. There's still a possibility they could fall to the eighth seed, both of them, because if LA Clippers, you know, win their last game and then Oklahoma City loses their last two and San Antonio loses their last one, then it's done. They 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 eighth seed and you and no one wants to play Golden State in the first round. The Thunder got the Rockets, and they're at Milwaukee. That's two tough games, so they can really fall to the eighth seed. Because the Rockets do want to win just in case they could get that second seed. Milwaukee, they got the number one seed. They're not going to be playing anybody, so I think the Thunder will win that game. Now, the Spurs, they only have one game, and they got the Mavericks. They're going to win that game. But the interesting thing is with the Spurs is they hold the tiebreaker with Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, Oklahoma City Thunder, all they have to do is win their last two games, and they're in the sixth seed. They lose one and win one. They'll be tied with the Spurs. They'll move back. But here's the interesting nugget. Let's say you're the Thunder. Let's say you beat the Rockets, right? You know the Spurs are going to win, and you're the Thunder, and you're thinking, maybe we want that seventh seed. Because if we get that seventh seed, we'll get the Nuggets in the first round. And let me tell you something. If we have... The Oklahoma City Thunder as the number seven seed playing against the Denver Nuggets as the second seed. Sign me up. Oklahoma City wins that series in six. But if you're Oklahoma City 
and you do get that sixth seed, guess where you're going? You're going to Houston. You're going to a Rockets team that has been playing dynamite basketball in the last two months. I wouldn't sign myself up for OKC winning in that first round. Would I be surprised if OKC upset Houston Rockets in the first round? No, because I think OKC's got some firepower. I think OKC is a really good ball club. I think they can challenge some teams in the West. So if you're the coach, and let's say you're, I don't know, I should have looked what the schedule was, who's playing first and whatnot. Most likely, it'll be the Thunder playing first because they're on the East Coast and then the Spurs and the Mavericks, you know, they're on the West Coast. But if you were, if you went into that game knowing if you win, you're the sixth seed and you play the Houston Rockets. If you lose, you play the second seed and you get the Denver Nuggets. No matter what, if you're the sixth or the seventh seed, no matter what, unless there's a huge upset, you're going to be playing in away from home in the second round. And obviously, in the Western Conference Finals, you'll be playing Golden State away from your home. So it doesn't matter. I would lose that game. I would. If I was, if I was Donovan, I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> We're losing that game. I'd be like, hey, Restbook, hey, PG-13, you got the night off. And you know Milwaukee's in I mean, but I would throw that game. And I know that sounds bad, but man, I'm trying to win a championship. I don't want to play the Rockets in the first round. I'd rather play them in the second. Wouldn't you? Because losing in the first round looks bad on your franchise. It's not good for the players. It's not good for the fans. Throw it away, baby. But that's what can happen. Would you lose to get to the Nuggets? And like I said, the Nuggets had a great season. Great team, great story. I love Denver. I love Colorado. But man, they still they still need a superstar. I mentioned it plenty of times. The Joker's not a true he's an all-star, but not a superstar. They need a superstar. You know, just one superstar to get in there, take over that team. That'll be great. They'll be a championship contender. I think they'll be better next I mean, I don't think they'll have as good as record next year, but I think if, you know, with this playoff experience they're gonna get, it's gonna be great for them. But he, think about it, guys. If you're Oklahoma City, I'd want that seventh seed. And same with the Spurs. I think the Spurs. I'm not convinced. I, I think that Denver would win against the Spurs in the first round in about seven games. I think the Nuggets just have too many matchup. You know, with the Spurs, they got some matchups that favor them against the Spurs. But Oklahoma City, oh, man, I think they'd beat the Nuggets in six. Most definitely. Obviously, pretty much, I mean, it's not a foregone conclusion because, you know, if Rockets kind of, you know, lost their last game and somehow Portland, I think the tiebreaker does go to Houston. But Utah and Portland is going to be in the first round, and that's going to be interesting. I can't wait to see that series. But there's going to be a lot of intrigue out there. Obviously, like I said, in the East, the Celtics will be playing Indiana Pace. I think the Celtics are going to win that game, win that series in five I mean, the Celtics did lose the other night, obviously, to Orlando, but it didn't matter because Indiana lost. And then the Celtics had a couple scares. Marcus Smart got hurt. So did Jason Tatum. So them being available for the playoffs, we'll see. That's going to be huge, especially Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is their catalyst. People always say, oh, the most important players are Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum. No, the two most important players in the Boston Celtics is Al Harford and Marcus Smart. And guess what? I'm Mr. Fundamental, and I'm rarely wrong. And I know I'm not wrong on this. But the playoffs, I can't wait. Thursday, 
on my podcast. We're going to talk first round. I can't wait for that. I hope you guys enjoy the national championship tonight. I hope you enjoy the rest of the regular season. I hope you enjoyed my podcast today. Remember, all you have to do, you can go on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and much more. All you have to do is search Game Point with Mr. Fundamental. Check out my podcast. Get ready. Get, keep a lookout for my Facebook page for my podcast so we can go back and forth, Jim Rants. So you can say, hey, I listened to your podcast on Monday, and you were wrong, Mr. Fundamental. And I'll reply and say, I'm rarely wrong. I'll give you the facts. That sounds like fun. You'll hear me again on Thursday. Thank you for joining me. Let's get it.